Shalom Aleichem, friends. My name is Ciro Hernandez. I'm a teacher here at Harlingen Messianic Synagogue, and I would like to welcome you to another edition of Insights from the Sador, where we will be discussing the Birkat HaShachar, the morning blessings as part of our Shacharit morning prayers. And these are found in pages 19 through 21 of the Art Scroll Sador. Now, the Birkat HaShachar relate to the acts of waking up, arising out of bed in the morning, getting dressed, and preparing to face a new day each and every blessed morning. Now, the first blessing goes like this. Blessed are you, Adonai our God, the regular formula, who gave the heart understanding to distinguish between day and night. Now, the word used for a heart is also interpreted as rooster. So it can also be read, who gave the rooster understanding to distinguish between day and night. Therefore, this bracha gives Hashem thanks for giving our human hearts, as well as roosters, the ability to distinguish distinguish between day and night. Even though daylight is hardly noticeable when the rooster crows in the morning, right? You can peek outside and it's still dark, right? Hashem gives our hearts a daily reminder that we are to be a light to the nations, even though the world is still dark out there. The next blessing says, blessed are you for not having made me a Gentile. The following says for not having made me a slave, and the following says for not having made me a woman. Now, these brachot have been the source of some controversy in recent years because of our lack of understanding of their intent and context. Again, if we look at these prayers with our 21st century eyeglasses, uh, we're not going to get the full intent. So we need to investigate that. Let's look at the first blessing. Thank you for not having made me a Gentile. The word Gentile, the word for Gentile in the Hebrew is goy, which does mean non-Jew, but is also interpreted by the sages as an idolater. The intent of this blessing was to thank Hashem for not having made us idolaters. Now the sages asked to prove this. <clears throat> does this bracha, does this blessing really mean that Hashem did not make me like Yitro? I thank you that you didn't make me like Yitro in whose honor an entire parasha was added to the Torah. Literally, there's an entire parasha, entire Torah reading, based on Yitro, named Yitro, Jethro, high priest of Midian, a priest of idols who make a total conversion to Hashem and to Judaism. Does this really mean that, I thank you, Hashem, that you didn't make me like Abraham? Abraham was the first Jew. He was an idol maker, and yet... He was the first Jew. Does it mean that I'm thankful that, I, I, that you didn't make me like Sarah, Rahav, Ruth? <laughs> no, heaven forbid. That's not what this means at all. We just thank Hashem because just like with our ancestors, you have taken us out of idolatry and now we are following you. Nevertheless, to avoid offending guests, you'll notice that our Shabbat liturgy does not include this blessing when we pray the Bikat uh, HaShachar in the, in, uh, during Shabbat in our morning prayers. Instead, we replace this blessing with, Thank you, Hashem, who have made me an Israelite. Thank you, Lord, that we, you have not made me an idolater. Instead, you have made me an Israelite. Hallelujah for that. Now, the next blessing says, uh, Thank you, Hashem, for not having made me a slave. And the following one is the one I want to hit on, for not having made me a woman. So now, were the ancient sages male chauvinists? They asked this question. Does this bracha 
really mean that Hashem did not make me a woman like one of the matriarchs? Sarah, Rivka, Rachel, Leah? Like Deborah, the, the prophetess? Like Miriam, the prophetess? Like Queen Esther? Like Hannah? And the list goes on and on. Is that really what we are intending here? How dare we uh, uh, insinuate that we would put down our matriarchs of blessed memory? The actual intent of these brachot was to thank Hashem for the special opportunities of mitzvot, of commandments that are required of a Jewish male more than those required of women. Let me explain that. All mitzvot, women are required to follow all mitzvot. Certain mitzvot are applicable only to women, right? But as far as the ones that are applicable to, to all, all mitzvot are applicable to women, except for a few time-bound mitzvot, specifically tzitzit, the wearing of tzitzit, tefillin, among others. So we're thank thanking Hashem as men because we get to follow more mitzvot. Isn't that awesome? Now, the, the blessing before that says, thank you, Hashem, for not having made me a slave. A slave really means a servant, an indentured servant, uh, more specifically. Now, why that? Why that blessing? Because servants have the exact same requirements as women. Now, what about the, the non-Jews? What about the goy? What about the idolaters? Well, according to Judaism, in, in their way of thinking, the ancient sages, they believed in something called the seven Noahide laws. These are laws that were applicable to the generation of Noah and beyond for all the nations, that they only have to follow these seven laws and they're good to go. So um, this is what they're really saying in these blessings, in these three blessings. If I were a non-Jew, I'd only be required to follow seven general Noahide laws, which, by the way, we don't believe in, we don't ascribe to those in our synagogue. So if I were a non-Jew, I'd only be required to follow seven general laws, seven Noahide laws, but really, I need more. If I were a servant or a woman, I'd be exempt from time-bound mitzvot, like tefillin, tzitzit, but I need more since I am not naturally spiritual like women. Now, to explain that further, let's go to the following blessing, which is a blessing that is prayed by women at this point. It says, blessed are you for having made me according to his will. Women pray this blessing since they don't require all the mitzvot, which we men require in order to develop a love for Hashem and the worship of Hashem. Unlike men, women were created with a much more spiritual nature that is according to his will. That's a, that's a good and a bad thing for us men. We, we are not as spiritual. That's a, bad, that's a bad news. We're not as spiritual as women. I had to break it to you guys. We are not. But the good news is we have more commandments to follow that will get us hopefully, to that level that women are at spiritually. Nevertheless, to avoid offending guests, our Shabbat liturgy, once again, uses this bracha for both men and women. We do not say the bracha of thanking Hashem for not having made me a woman. We use this bracha uh, to apply for both men and women. Now, the next blessing says this, Blessed are you who give sight to the blind. This bracha has has. A very, very profound meaning. It's This is the meaning. 
since our eyes were closed for so long while we slept, we are compared to the blind who have their sight restored and we thank Hashem as a result. We get to face the day and see the day, see the great things that He has in store for us. Next blessing says, Blessed are you who clothes the naked. Here we thank Hashem for providing us with clothing as we get dressed in the morning. Also, it reminds us of the garments that Hashem provided for Adan and Chava in Gan Eden, the Garden of Eden, after they sinned. Which, by the way, were a reminder of their superiority over the animals. And to us, our clothing is a sign that we are to choose to have dominion over our animal nature. The next blessing. Blessed are you who releases the bound. While we were asleep, we were bound. We had no control over our movements, over our speech, over our hearing. We didn't even have control over what we were thinking. <laughs> we can't control what we dream. These abilities were all bound or tied up. Hashem in the morning has set us free to move, to speak, and to listen to his beautiful word and to follow his mitzvot. The next blessing says, blessed are you who straightens the bent. We thank him for the strength to stand up straight in the morning as we get out of bed in order to serve him. The next blessing says, blessed are you who spreads out the earth upon the waters. As we rise, we thank him that we are able to not only stand up straight, but we are able to step on and stand on solid ground. If Hashem, friends, would not have solidified the earth's surface, life would not be possible for us. Next blessing. Blessed are you who has provided me my every need. The original intent of this bracha was to be said when putting on one's shoes. Why? Because we thank him because he, allowed, he has allowed us to wake up, to regain our senses, to stand on solid ground, to walk on solid ground, and to get dressed for a brand new day. I have everything I need. Thanks to you, Hashem. The next blessing. Blessed are you who firms man's footsteps. We thank him for the ability to walk. As we do so, our focus turns to walking in the paths that Hashem has set for us, for his paths are perfect. The next blessing. Blessed are you who girds Israel with strength. Now, the original intent of this bracha was for it to be said when putting on one's belt, which, by the way, divides the top and bottom half of our bodies. And this symbolizes this. The top half represents the yetzer hatov, the good inclination. The bottom half of our bodies represents the yetzer hara, the evil inclination. It is through his mitzvot that we've been given the strength to make our human nature, our yetzer tov, dominant, separate over our animal nature, our yetzer hara. Wow, all that from just putting on a belt. How amazing is that, right? I love Judaism. Everything has a meaning. Everything's so deep. Next blessing. Blessed are you who crowns Israel with splendor. The Gemara states that this blessing corresponds to the covering of the head with a kippah and tefillin for men, specifically the head tefillin for men in the morning. Now, this also applies to married women 
when they cover their hair with a scarf or even a wig or a hat. Now, by covering our heads, we separate our minds from Hashem's mind. Look at the barrier. The barrier is the head covering. Our mind is below. Hashem's mind is above. His ways are far above our ways. His thoughts are far higher than our thoughts. Baruch Hashem for that. And the last blessing, blessed are you who give strength to the weary. As part of Yisrael, as part of his people, we are exhausted from our long exile away from Yerushalayim, away from the temple, away from him. Nevertheless, we end the Birkat HaShachar on a high note, on a hopeful note, by thanking Hashem for giving us the strength to endure our exile until Mashiach, Yeshua HaMashiach returns and regathers us from the four corners of the earth to worship Him in splendor, in spirit, and in truth in the third temple. May it be soon in our days. Hallelujah. And that's the Bikat HaShachar. In the next video, I will be demonstrating how to pray these beautiful morning blessings. Until next time, friends. Shalom Aleichem.